Oh, I remember the days I would stroll through Gotham and break bats left and right. Oh, youth, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what's happening here. He's like, yeah, I mean, I, I take the cold showers not because I need to be clean, but to numb myself to the pain of having lost to the bat. <laughs> <laughs> More, I more, just sum up the book? Oh, shit, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, he has a newspaper clipping above his uh, fireplace. That's pretty big for a newspaper, but Gotham Gazette, Mysterious Bane breaks the Batman. Fatheads, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Peasy. There we go. He's loaded. And he had that thing fucking... He brought that shit to Kinko's and they made it giant. <laughs> In the future, we have bigger Kinko's. <laughs> You should see the size of the printer. <laughs> Gutenberg would shit. <laughs> More of a oh, you guys, you guys knew this was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> love it. Uh, it. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Kids, it's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Talking With, my God, man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dorkening Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of nerdy goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Uh, hey, welcome to the Dork Night. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We have a great show scheduled for you as always, and I'm starting this like another show, and uh, like I'm I'm totally out of it. But anyway, we're gonna be talking about Batman, uh, one bad day, uh, the Bane issue, and uh, you know, uh, before we get into it, here we go. Powerful Brandon, how's it going? It's uh, it's a going. You know, I'm I'm awake and not crying, so count that as two for the win column, kids. Ah, uh, you just referenced uh, Mario there. I, I totally not Batman related, but I saw it's the 35th anniversary of uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 today, and that made me uh, oh, cool. sad. And I Justin know. Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I like I like Mario. Mario's prepared like Batman, right? You know, it's yeah. he's a tactician. He he knows how to throw uh, radishes or turnips at. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Or... Why the fuck does his clothes grow when he eats a mushroom? But yeah, no no big deal. <laughs> But I, I, I didn't. I, they're baggy. 
I don't know how I referenced Mario. Well, you you you, you made Mario's voice. It's the main. Yeah. My my. Did my you, or my, am I just hearing that? I thought my you just heard it about Bane here. Um, maybe it's just because I'm short, have facial hair, and I'm wearing <laughs> like bright colors. You are wearing kind of like the 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 scully cap that's uh, could yeah, be seen as like a plumber. Like if I had yeah. red overalls with this shirt, then yeah, I 100% agree. Like. I mean, I'm like the Boston Irish version of Mario. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm fucking Mario. Famous. Mario. Mario. <laughs> Marcus. Mac. Mac. Mac, get your ass over here. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, totally not. Waha. Waha. Hey, it's me, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> you need me uh, to stomp some Goombas for you? Marcus yeah. doesn't like mushrooms. <laughs> I'll fucking stomp the shit out of them and steal their coins. That's like that's like my fucking thing, kid. Hurry up, I'm double parked. <laughs> you think it's that easy getting a, a fucking spot on Bunker Hill? I've been double parked like half an hour. <laughs> Get me out there like a fucking asshole. <laughs> Do either of you watch uh, John Oliver uh, last week tonight? Well, only, only in Charlestown is he called Cooper. Anywhere else in the fucking country, they'd call him Cooper. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I I, uh, I like the show, but I gave up Max last year, and I haven't looked back. Okay. What uh, show well, I sorry. Oh, last week tonight, uh, he he totally oh, he had it. A, he had a bit about Boston uh, on this week's episode, and, and I'm not it, surprised. Uh, I forgot the place he was referencing. No wonder they but... call it New England because it's exactly like the old one. The pieces of repeating shit. <laughs> uh, he referenced one place and then he had to point out that like uh, there was like three Duncans within a uh, <laughs> within uh, a certain When you turn the corner, you will find a Dunkin' Donuts. And then if you get lost, just look for the Dunkin' Donuts across the fucking street. Yeah. <laughs> That could be anywhere in New England. <laughs> uh, and it was just funny how Boston did I just describe? That's right, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> how many Starbucks are out there, kid? <laughs> but if you get really confused, look for one of the two Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I'm not talking about the character played by either. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Uh, is that James, uh, your James almost ass? <laughs> <laughs> or, as I call him, Eddie Jimmy almost, because we are like this. <laughs> That's my boy, Eddie Jimmy. <laughs> Eddie Jimmy. <laughs> Eddie Jimmy. I feel like that's that's going to catch on for you. I'm you trying like... Jimmy. I'm trying like gangbusters, man. He's going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con. I'm like, can I call you Eddie Jimmy? Can you sign this, Eddie Jimmy? <laughs> He'll be like, shooting. <laughs> He'll be like, no. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Just because I asked the question doesn't mean I get the answer I want. That's fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but come on, man. We have the same birthday. I mean, not the same year. That would be crazy. But the same birthday. <laughs> oh, no. I've given away too much information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, at least our social security numbers are different because mine is... <laughs> Oh man, not again. Not again. Oh, this is the third number I've had to change. 
So you're you know saying what? there was a reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I read it Look next to Dara. I I read it next to Dara, and I actually brought the cup to sit with me. It was nice. fucking. It was great. She start. She was talking to me. I was having entire conversations with her be- right before I read the book. I was. She was like, "So you think this is going to be a good book?" I was like, "I think some people will enjoy it, and other people will will not. For it it, it could be enjoyable and very painful for you." <laughs> I just. <laughs> I, I saw lines in the book. I was like, "Oh, how's this sound?" And she's like, "It sounds great." You know, I'm still working, right? I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I do." <laughs> I'm wildly aware, but yep. That's uh, what do you want from me, lady? I'm I'm I have ADHD, and my doctor took me off of medication for the month, so <laughs> we're right back to 26 years old again. This is like the beginning of a relationship. You liked it then. Deal with it now. <laughs> but yes, I uh, have. I have the mug at the ready. Good, good. Nice. We'll need it. Fix on the story here, uh, Leo. Yeah. So uh, in prep for tonight, I I was going through. You were talking about whether we're going to like it or not. Uh, apparently, there is a consensus where a lot of people do not like the storyline. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, to tip um, my hat, but I'm gonna tip my hat. <laughs> uh, it's so, uh, Batman One Bad Day Bane, uh, and uh, the actual storyline is, uh, what is it? Uh, where's the name of it? Uh, and I think, uh, was that cover a Jim Lee cover? Oh. Or there was another one. Uh, it's the last vengeance of Bane. Let's see, this cover here. Yeah, oh, there it is. Yep. And that's that's Howard Porter, I think, on that one. I think so. So uh, it's written by Joshua Williamson, uh, and uh, the art, uh, where the hell art? Yeah, Howard Porter. Uh, Joshua Williamson is a Portland-based creator who has lent his talents to Image Comics, DC Comics, video games, and more. He wrote The Flash after DC Rebirth and relaunched in 2016. Uh, he's a New York Times best-selling writer of comics. He he calls himself uh, Batman and Robin, The Flash, Dark Crisis, Green Arrow, Superman, and for Image, he did Nailbiter, Birthright, and Dark Ride. Ooh, uh, Nailbiter, Nailbiter. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Yeah. That's that's a yeah. good one. Mm-hmm. Dara, I got Dara to read that too. It's it's uh it's solid, man. It's it's a thriller. Very very interesting and, and unique um unique stuff brian michael bendis shows up as a character in the story wow really yeah like it's yeah it's about a town that inexplicably has produced a high number more than one is a high number really but like a ridiculously high number of serial killers each with their own mo and uh it delves into like why that may be it's far better than it has any fucking right to be and uh yeah it's a solid one from image i i highly recommend it if you like the the uh the the thriller venturing into horror stuff think more think more silence of the lambs than like you know friday the 13th just put it that way nice uh so our artist tonight is howard porter he uh graduated from uh college of art in connecticut where he majored in illustration. One of his teachers there was Frank McLaughlin. Uh, McLaughlin also worked as a comic book anchor, began to give Porter work assisting him in jobs, led to Porter uh, 
to find other work. And let's see, uh, Porter uh, worked on for DC Comics The Ray. Yep. Uh, let's see, Underworld Unleashed uh, with m writer Mark Wade, uh, followed by Justice League of America relaunch. Yeah, I, that's why I, I thought I remember him, uh, his art. And it's it's not bad. Like, the art's not bad. No. It's definitely not confusing and, and all that. It's, I, I don't know how much of it, like, jumps out at you as, like, wow, this is, like, substantially, you know, Bane, you know? But, I mean, there's definitely some good spots where you're like, oh, I get, like, he gets the vastness of the character or, like, the the backgrounds are really cool. So it's it's not bad. It's It's pretty decent. Yeah, the the art was definitely hit and miss. Um, you know, yeah, there, I, there I are know... definitely some misses in here for sure. Yeah, swing and a miss, swing and a miss, kids. I like the backgrounds in this a lot, and and then, you know, I I know I'm not focusing on the characters and stuff like that, but things are things are okay. But I like the size that he makes Bane. I like the like the the references of like him versus Batman versus like the kid, and and I like the. Um, like when they show him like interacting with the background and all that, I'm not going to say I like all the character designs because some of them are pretty whack. Yeah. Uh, so, so just to um, bring us up to speed with the story. So with this storyline, uh, a past present and future destroyed by venom Bane broke the bat. He's one of the only villains that ever truly vanquished a dark Knight. but is that all he's ever accomplished? Decades from now, Bane... Okay, so this takes place decades uh, from the current run. Bane is a washed-up wrestler. Uh, I wouldn't say he's washed up, but he's was, reliving... That was not made clear. So. No. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I mean, so, uh, I, think, I think the by virtue of his being a luchador versus a big, bad criminal the way he was, you know, like worldwide mastermind, that is, like, washed up. That's, that's oh the, yeah, uh, that's the implication here. So yeah, he's like living yeah. Nacho Libre life, you know. Yeah, this is not the, considering the machinations and plans he had had numerous times in the past. This is washed up for Bane. Continue. Okay. <laughs> so, so this is the the th this is the description that, that DC gave. So uh, we'll we'll definitely contest some of it. Uh, so uh, his uh, wash up wrestler reliving his glory days in the ring, defeating someone dressed like Batman every day. But when he discovers that there's a new source of venom in the world, he'll do everything he can to shut down the facility is coming from for good and make sure that no one else takes the poison that ruined his life. An epic saga uh, set throughout Bane's life, expanding on his hopes, dreams, regrets, and failures on one of DC's most legendary villains, brought to you by the iconic creative team, Joshua Williamson, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, The Flash, and Howard Porter, The Flash, and Justice League. Can and Chaco uh, Sucko. Yeah. Can, can someone please define the word epic again? I mean, like, you know, I don't know, because it's one issue. I mean, it's like 64 pages and all that, but can can we just like get epic? Like, I literally have a, uh, I have a podcast, Epic Tales from the Sewers. And I'm like, that's epic because it, it it's bigger than scope than just one issue. But okay, yeah. it's epic. Uh, so, uh... problem the first. <laughs> <laughs> numero uno 
Yeah, I uh, I did not understand that this was Bane in the future as an aged uh, man turned wrestler. I I didn't understand. I'm like, is he just hiding out after the end of of uh, you know uh, Tom King's run where he was beaten by uh, Batman and all of that? Like, is that what's going on here? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, first of all, the, the what we're looking at right now is is his opponent in the ring, uh, not Bane himself. But uh, yeah, I didn't read the description for anything at all. I just read the book, and yeah, I did not think for a moment. And there's, it's not a bad thing. Just uh, no transition, but, you know. No. Uh, yeah, I didn't think that it was the future. Yeah, I, I agree. There's nothing that would make you think this is the future. I mean, technically, I like the future from like maybe a year from now, like that kind of deal. But no, I did. I didn't pick up on that at at all. Yeah, all, all we know is you know Bane is is uh, back to wrestling. Big. He's Sorry? pretty big here. Like like if you look at him, yeah. like the, the scope and size, you're like that is a big boy. So yeah, I, yeah. I was happy. And then when you look at this, you're like, oh, this could be a really good book. Like, look at look at the background here with like all the little characters and, and details you put in there. Like, that's a hell of a splash page. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, even the, but then the, the fake... rest of the book happens. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and guys, I, I'm going to tell you, I felt very similar about this book that I felt about Two-Face. And, and you'll see a couple places where it kind of does that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, this, I like how panel, it does not tran transfer well to reading on a Kindle. Um, like the next the next page, even if you turn it, oh, yeah, little, it was really a that was really hard to look through. It must be so much better in comic form. Yeah, I was not I was not pleased by that either when I was reading it on the tablet. I was like, uh, can I switch the option to make this one page each? And no, 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 no. And it's that. basically it's the action that's happening in like in was it like eighteen or a twenty four panel page and there's all this action happening like a wrestling match and it's intertwined with what his childhood of training or or no that's not imprisonment like imprisonment and escaping Arkham and or not escaping Arkham when like, he when he was born and molded in the dark yeah when that's... he was uh, fighting uh, Batman and Night's End Night's Quest and all that. Nightfall. Yes, and that too. All of those storylines that began with the word knight. <laughs> uh yeah, and it also references well, you have Nightfall, uh, and I pulled up a couple other books as well. Uh and Justin, I think you even referenced it. Um, so you have uh, Vengeance of Bane, which was a two-parter from 1993, which uh, sort of like retold the um, the introduction to Bane. Like yeah, his, that was his... uh, Chuck, Chuck Dixon and uh, Graham yeah. Nolan did that one. Yep. Yep. Um, and then uh, this also references Batman Venom um, from Legends of Dark Knight and also the Tom King run of Batman as well. And uh, Conquest, Bane Conquest, the 12 inch issue uh, miniseries that Chuck Dixon did uh, right at the maybe like the middle point, like the first year in on um, Rebirth. He did it. OK, it, it was not critically well received, but it was way better than this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so uh, you have Bain essentially. We're, we won't go through just panel by panel because we want you, the re, you know, the listener or the watcher, to uh, check this book out yourself and uh, you know decide for yourself. I like to watch. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Whoops! The, who let that guy in? <laughs> get the fucking Cletus! Get back in the basement! Let me get in the house. <laughs> so, How would that sound if Bane said it? <laughs> Which I, 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 like I like you, Leo. <laughs> I like to watch. <laughs> no, no, you got to do the whole thing. We need to have you breathe into. I like to watch. Cletus, get back in the watch. basement! Don't make me get the hose. <laughs> I will break you. I will be this podcast reckoning. <laughs> I was driving uh, my wife fucking nuts. Yeah, all afternoon. <laughs> and the, I've told her a hundred times if I've told her once, like, if you don't react, <laughs> I won't keep doing it. But she keeps doing it, so I'm gonna continue myself. Like, you know, it's like, and the worst part about it is like when she laughs, I'm like, ah, you laughed. I, <laughs> I can't. If you, if you laughed, that tells me I'm funny. So I'm, I'm, I have no incentive to stop now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, I pulled, I pulled a, a Pulp Fiction switcheroo earlier. She was like, you know, she chortled. She was like, ah, and I was like, aha, that's a laugh. She was like, oh, you're right. And I was like, hey, listen, I gotta move the microphone slightly so, so you can see this. I was like, don't be, don't be such a square. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and she laughed again. I was like, well, that one worked. Okie doke. <laughs> I'm going to use that in the real world too. I'm going to do that to someone, but I'm going to be like, don't be such a, and then they go square. I'm like, cunt. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. See, that one's more effective. It fucking packs a punch. Like no one sees it coming. <laughs> Unless they're from Australia. That's right. Don't be such a cunt. All right. <laughs> Fair play to you then. <laughs> well, uh, this is kind of showing Z uh, uh, Bane as kind of a sad sack after he wins his wrestling match. He goes back to his uh, stately manner and, um, you know, he's reading a book and such and just kind of sitting there like uh, an Edgar Allan Poe poem, you know, <laughs> with a fire. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways podcast network give a listen dudes cowabunga is this podcast for you oh i remember the days i would stroll through gotham and break bats left and right oh youth i miss you 
<laughs> I mean, that's essentially what's happening here. He's like, yeah. I mean, I, I take the cold showers not because I need to be clean, but to numb myself to the pain of having lost to the bad. <laughs> more, I just sum up the book. Oh more shit! I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Uh, he has a newspaper clipping above his uh, fireplace. That's pretty big for a newspaper, but Gotham Gazette Mysterious Bane breaks the Batman. Fatheads, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, easy, yeah. Easy. There we go. He's loaded. And he had that thing fucking. He brought that shit to Kinko's and they made it giant. <laughs> In the future, we have bigger Kinko's. <laughs> you should see the size of the printer. <laughs> Gutenberg would shit. <laughs> <laughs> More of a oh, you guys, you guys knew this was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> love it. Uh, and, and, you know, for the readers that don't really know Bane, um, I have a description of him. Bane uh, is unknowable. All you Bane. need to know is I have broken the bat, and Bane I will also best, break uh, you. Let's see. So, so there's Bane and Harley Quinn. We're we're pretty much the best new Batman characters that came out of the '90s, right? I mean, with because uh, other like at least for villains, because otherwise you have um, like Tim Drake, and I'm kind of hard pressed to think of another character that's had a greater impact. Sam, what was that? What was that beep? Oh, that was me because I sat on something. Oh, okay. Oh God, I sat on it. Guys, help me. What'd you sit on? I can't tell you that. Hmm. <laughs> Where do you keep your porcupine? <laughs> porcupine? Yeah, you, you know, the prickly weasels. Oh, prickly weasels. Yeah, I know those. <laughs> <laughs> My wife had a waffle for breakfast this morning. She grabbed her syrup and I was like, oh, I see you've taken out the waffle water. Very nice. And uh, I got a bigger kick out of it than she did. <laughs> I was like, oh, I get that good old-fashioned Vermont waffle water. And she's like, it's from Maine, actually. And I was like, have we agreed that Maine is the best place to get your maple syrup? Because I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's the stereotype. I'm pretty sure you get your maple syrup from Vermont and your blueberries from Maine. Just, just trust me on this. She had no <laughs> idea what I was talking about. Nothing. I felt like an asshole. The, uh, the occasional uh, New Hampshire syrup. <laughs> New Hampshire oh. syrup. Ugh, yeah. Leo booed. <laughs> it's not, I know. I said, ooh. Oh, okay. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, we just alienated our New Hampshire. List. I said, ooh. <laughs> I love it. It's mixed with freedom. <laughs> I mean, uh, talk, about, uh, talk about an extreme state motto, yeah. kids. New Hampshire, live free or die. <laughs> well, I guess I'll live free then. Thanks, gang. <laughs> uh, so uh, they, they reference a, a doctor here that developed uh, Venom. And, Were, weren't uh, you going to give us a rundown on the character Bane? I was. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was born in a prison in a fictional South American country well, called like... like Santa Lucia. Like, yeah, so so raised in a prison on the Don't island. Don't they call of, it like Dura Pena in this? That's that's the prison. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Durapania. So, uh, according to DC, uh, raised in a prison on the island of Santa Prisca for the crimes of his father. So he didn't commit anything. He was just thrown in prison as a kid. 
Bane dedicated his life to honing his mind and body into a perfect weapon. In order to wage his undying war on injustice, Batman has de developed his body as a perfectly, uh, developed his mind as perfectly as his mind. But there's one man who's broken him. A man, I don't know why they go into Batman in this, but a man who stands in the many of the ways of the exact opposite, a physical marvel and a genius without peer. But whereas the Dark Knight was born to fight crime, born with, uh, Bane was destined for a life of corruption. Uh, so born in a prison on a remote Car uh, Caribbean island, Bane was raised without pity or compassion. As an adult, he served as a test subject for a super steroid called Venom, superhumanly strong. Bane escaped his hell and headed for Gotham City, where he chose to make his mark by defeating the Batman. Though he exceeded, their initial battle was far from their last. Since then, Bane has repeatedly tried to amass not only power, but territory, whether it's in Gotham City or his home of Santa Prisca, often at war with his personal dependence on the super serum that gives him his strength. Bane will never stop fighting to prove he deserves to rule. And that was the description from uh, DC. So that's, they, they uh, go. Yeah, I mean, that's. That's I'm a turning myself into a weapon. The real bitch was creating knife hands. <laughs> He's got <laughs> knife hands? Oh. Well, I tried. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think we read Venom at one point, right? You you did on Splash Pages. Oh, on Splash Pages. Uh, yeah, so this was uh, Denny O'Neill, uh, Legends of Dark Knight. This came out. This was 90s, something like that. Uh, it was reprinted in 2012. I think it was like 93 or something I, like that. I say, uh, Luis, uh, I, I didn't see the name. I, I... Uh, Trevor Von Eden, Russell Braun. Oh, yeah. Jose Luis Garcia. Garcia. Jose. Yeah. Yeah. His, his... Oh, hey, he did Superman Cal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's done it. He's done so much stuff. Yeah. Venom. Venom is such a good story. And it's Denny O'Neill, like detective and you know, has real loss and gravitas to it. So we, we should have read that. That's <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, I'd like to get you guys take on it. It's definitely a really good storyline, but this is where we are first introduced to the doctor um, and the uh, venom in a pill form. Um, let me do, let's see, I'll move this off to the side. Yeah, please. One... Meanwhile, back at the book yeah. we're covering. <laughs> Uh, well, I wanted to bring up some of the stuff that that, that they do reference in the other storylines that, you know, like we said earlier, they don't really say, hey, tune into Legends of Dark Knight or, you know, Tom King's Batman be really 77. Strange and... Because it's not a radio or a television show, but sure. Hey, do you guys think <laughs> if they if they relive the uh, creation of uh, Venom that it'll come back in the story? I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Let's find out. Let's go. Let's go find out together. Yeah, I, I have an idea. Let's have a character with a coincidental upbringing the same as this character to elicit empathy. What do you think? It's a long shot, but we'll give it a try. Does anyone else want some of this low-hanging fruit? <laughs> it's only low-hanging for me because I'm so tall. That is true. <laughs> 
I will break you, much like I accidentally broke Nora's pasta maker. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I will become the pasta maker. I will become the pasta maker. You just borrowed that. <laughs> <laughs> I need this one piece to make it all work again, and then I will win her love. <laughs> oh, uh, for those of you utterly confused, uh, this is a reference to Harley Quinn, the TV show. No, this is this all really happened in Batman movies. Listen closely the next time you watch Dark Knight Rises. So, so this is the part that uh, he comes back to Gotham, right? And he's going looking for information on how to find it, and it's supposed to be uh, the fast forward present. Or, uh, or or past or something like that where he's he's looking um I, I don't even know like he's old at this point venom doesn't exist anywhere but he's still got the venom cable in him which confuses the heck out of me because yeah. it's like okay at this point he's just big right well, yeah, yeah, I, I, cool, but he still has it well so this is in the past um yeah. yes but it's but he the uh, to justin's point it's in the past, but he and Batman right then and there are working together to stop the supply lines of Venom altogether so no one else ever has to worry about getting addicted to it or exposed exactly. to it. Yeah. So why the fuck does Bane have a Venom hose very attached true. to the base of his skull? No idea. And I have a question about the Venom hose as well uh, a little yeah, later. Yeah, well, Justin and I did too. Well, why? <laughs> that was the question. <laughs> why? <laughs> uh uh well it, it was uh surgically implanted um oh, the okay, hose well. where my hose at? <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't seen them <laughs> uh so with the storyline we bounce back and forth from past and present but uh you know going back to batman and bane one thing that really bothered me was this whole grudge here Ugh. Did this bother any well, of you? Well, hold on. Let's be let's be a little bit more straightforward here. First of all, we're bouncing back and forth from like quote present in the story to past. Uh, yes. Whilst Bane is undertaking this kid who showed up in his his mansion with a vial of inexplicably a vial of venom and tries to sell it to Bane for a hundred thousand dollars. Bane throws it in his fireplace, his lit fireplace, and he's he turns to the kid. And he's like. I do not want the drug, but I want to know who made the drug because I want to kill them for making the drug. We will stop the drug from being made. Now come with me and show me where the drug is. And that's what they're doing. And now the interim, we're getting like this flashback. Grudge is is a a person. Uh, you didn't say that at all, Leo. You're just like this grudge here. It's like that. Grudge is it sounds like you're, that, that it's, seems to be like imbued with venom and like spitting venom uh it generates shrink. venom yeah something like that and, and we're we're assuming that's the doctor right no I, I i i didn't assume that at all when i read it i i just assumed that was someone that is that's this, all is this another made-up character yeah i think so all right yeah yeah, because the doctor uh, shows up later. So yeah, I but like I didn't even I didn't think anything of the doctor at all until the doctor 
you know, eventually shows back up. And I'm like, oh, hey, good good for him, I guess. Yeah, yeah guys, I don't like Grudge. And, and I, I think the design is stupid, and I don't like it at all. Grudge makes me think of a Venom yep. two-legged version of... I got Grundy. The Queen Slurm. The Queen. The Queen Slurm Worm from Futurama. Oompa loompa. Ingredient. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, it's it's pretty much the same thing. Like he just like his body makes super concentrated venom. It's it's nothing about it makes sense like at all. And it's like, did you just take anti venom from Marvel and like throw it on the page and say, hey, just don't put the face mask on it. Why does he have claws? Why? What does any of this mean? You well, know, how I, else is he gonna scratch people, Justin? Jeez. I, I guess. Like, good job, Meg. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. <laughs> I just, I just don't like it, you know. And it's like it could have been anything or anyone else, but they're like, oh, let's just put this this character out there, like like uh, Tinian did with Clown Pounder or whatever it was. Or so, so sick of you, fucking artists trying to trick us with subtle, subtle changes, like. We fucking get it. Oh, yeah. Lone Star can't look like Han Solo when he's in Spaceballs. Mel Brooks, you're so smart. You dressed him up like Indiana Jones instead. <laughs> That's the same shit with anti-venom in this. Yeah, it's it's just... And I mean, we saw this in the Dark Knight uh, or the Arkham games with Joker, who was Joker and Venomized. So I'm like, yeah. I the just, funny thing I, is, we we actually saw that they did that in that Elseworld, Elseworld's finest Supergirl and Batgirl, yeah, with the Joker using Venom, and like it actually made more sense in that comic than it did in Arkham Asylum, considering the long term ramifications of doing such a thing. Yeah, you, you, you know, like no, I I agree, and and he was just as crazy. He didn't look as whacked out in that, like with spine bones. I actually thought the him. I oh. thought the leotard, the the crazy striped leotard, was full on. Like that is exactly the kind of thing Joker would wear if he became like a gigantic Bane esque bodybuilder type. <laughs> yeah, like, it really is. Um, but yeah, like we we've seen we've seen this is like venomized versus like in in insofar as like the dc version instead of symbiotes it's a bunch of green steroid poison yeah and what i don't get like he's turning them into monsters when venom you know it definitely does make you stronger but like we've seen batman on venom before remember they say in this right here that it's a concentrated form of venom that he produces that's why it's like super dangerous to let this guy like go out and do his thing. Did, and did you guys catch the convenience point where Batman's like, Oh, we're completely off the radar for my whole team right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't yeah. worry. I didn't tell them anything about what I was doing or where I was going, which I have found is the safest thing to do in any situation. I must protect and, everyone. And by from by the way, no, I've never seen the movie 127 hours. Why do you ask? <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, it took you a second, huh? Yeah, yeah, it did. I was like, oh, I had completely blocked everything James Franco ever did. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but at least at that one, you get to see him fucking chop his own hand off. So that's fun, yeah, you know. Uh, and I don't get how like uh, EMP is gonna kill Batman. It doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense. No, like, like 
the the character is venomized. He's not, you know, this. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend Leo, the same man who tried to rationalize Batman flying to Earth from space and surviving with nary a scratch. Cognitive dissonance is a thing, kids. (laughs) I feel like that makes more sense than this. Like you, you could, yeah, because there. Yeah. There, there are, you know, some negligible. We won't get into it. We won't get into it. But an EMP affects electronics. Like Grudge yeah. is he a robot? Like, like do, does he have a? They don't explain figure? that. Like he's a sex machine. <laughs> it's Mr. Fahrenheit. <laughs> nice uh, timely Queen reference he's, there. He's a supersonic man. Yep. Well, that's the thing, too. And also, it's like, oh, is Bane want to always carry around an EMP bomb? He's like, oh, good thing I have this. I'm like, is that his version of shark repellent? You never know when you're going to come up against a wily android. I really like small soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) This PMIP Uh... always carries an EMP. (laughs) (laughs) I'll hit you with my ring hand. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, we my have God. fun. And then he's he seems to be fighting the dread uh, the dreadlocks from um, from GI Joe, and they've uh, they've captured him and they've got him. I'm heading that here. boy top dollar. <laughs> it's suddenly turning to the crow. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, actually, kind of. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. Oh shit! Yeah, they're so... beating on him, and his uh, little sidekick there—they're like, "Oh, we'll take care of him. We're gonna give him all the venom he wants." And he's like, "No." <laughs> you have told me exactly what I wanted to know. He is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, uh, th- this was a. <clears throat> pretty crazy scene though him uh just ripping somebody's yeah. throat out yeah that was uh yeah i'm just I, I it's not every day i get to see the actual word stab used as onomatopoeia in something so uh, splat. Off. oh stab what? yeah and then splat stab. on the bottom and rip yep rip hey uh yeah you remember how we were talking about frank <laughs> oh my god that that's a perfect he fucking tough guy name they call me stab rip splat <laughs> Stab rip splat. Are you Bane? No, my my name is uh, Stab Rip Splat. Yes, that's it. <laughs> uh, so obviously, a lot of this didn't make sense. We get to the doctor, um, and, and like I mentioned before, we're not going through it panel by panel, but. Uh, it, this is the same doctor that was introduced in uh, Legend of the Dark Knight. Same doctor who's been skipping leg day for the past ten years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's wearing tevas. He looks like he looks like friggin' Modoc. <laughs> ah, it's good to see you again, Bane. I see you decided to wear your Air Jesuses. Strange fashion statement, Doc. Especially with a uh, let's see, jeans and a belt and. Uh... He's got a John Constantine for I keep uh, it casual. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. I'm reading him now as the monarch. Yep, you're welcome. <laughs> I uh, keep he... it casual, dickhead. Uh, he Took hasn't really... in that day. I turned Bane into a super soldier capable of breaking the bat. 
And the second thing, he became a humorless dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I get a I got I got a chance to do some fun voices tonight. <laughs> Uh, I, now we thought. I, I think uh, in Venom, I think he's presumed dead. Uh, so this is like a shocker. He's got that presumed he's back. dead at the beginning of this when they, yeah. they show like the yeah both of them quick yeah. flashbacky thing. Yeah, uh, they do reference Venom um, the storyline with this one shot here. It's a good looking shot, though. You know, it's it's a well designed page that kind of shows like the whole plot line of the story of uh, yeah. Batman using it and then going through the, uh, you know, that where Alfred locks him in the cave for a month. Yep. Yeah. And the stone where he couldn't move uh, because he wasn't strong enough. So he uh, goes to the doctor for well, actually it was the doctor's daughter that died. Because he couldn't lift that like six hundred pound block or something like that. I guess I'll take your word for it. I've never read the Venom story, so yeah, we'll add it to the list because it's very good. Uh, it is. Good it's uh, four issues, right? Venom. Uh, <laughs> I'm right on top of that, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like four or five. Is is it's a short read. Another uh, absolutely frustrating panel to read in a single oh page God. online with yeah, all the action. The it's, it's tough. Like, and I mean, I really want to honor like all the artwork that he did. These tiny panels hurt Bane's eyes. I will break this comic. I think it's doing a good job of that itself. Yes, yeah, it's true. It's very true. You saved me. Thank you. But now I'm horribly disfigured and addicted to venom. I will call you Bane Jr. <laughs> I will call you Bane Jr. You'll be my sidekick. How do you feel about jumping around on rooftops? It doesn't matter. You'll do it anyway. Jiminy Dillickers. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought you were going to go mini Bane. Oh, mini Bane, yeah. So um, here's, here's a poignant part where uh, Bane gets his back broken. Let's uh so so uh you know this is this is an interesting piece too. He's like, Oh, oh no, you broke my back. And uh Porter is all hepped up on juice and all that. And let's see, how oh, many panels? Now is I it? understood what I've done to the bat. This really sucks. <laughs> this is what I've been doing to people. I'm a monster. <laughs> I am a monster. Yep, yeah, I, I'm the I, pasta I, maker. Uh, I I really don't get this. Like you know, no, Batman. None of it makes sense from this point no. on, at all. Like like because the Batman healed himself, he was able to magically heal his back. I yeah. saw how he did it. <laughs> he tipped his hand. Yeah, he was well, foolish enough to let me see him. I told you, I like to watch. <laughs> the call back there, kids. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so so we're what two pages in, and um, Bane's already going to get up and start to walk uh, after this. There, he gives the uh, Bane Junior. Let's call him for the lack of uh, of better uh, the the chance to uh, take the venom pills. And I he... call him Benito. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so he decides to throw them on the ground where they they could just be picked up. But now now um, 
Dr. Porter's fingers are so big, he just can't actually do it. It's like trying to pick up a penny when your nails are cut too. So he just can't pick them up. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and so like, many pills and I can't get them into my face. <laughs> so is it a pill or is it like a vial? Because he, yes. he's got both. He's got pills that he threw on the ground of, of that uh, concentrated venom. And then he's got yeah. the vial and he's going to try to dump it into him. It all looks like slurm to me. It is slurm. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you have Bane mixing two different kinds of venom to make an explosion. Yeah. You know, as you do, because uh, yeah. that's that's something that's always happened. Everybody yeah. knows that several different types of venom causes an explosion. I love explosions. He actually, he actually mixed it with Mountain Dew. <laughs> that's that's my secret. It's been Mountain Dew the whole time. Explosions. <laughs> he just threw in some. He just threw in some Mentos. <laughs> that's all he had to do. <laughs> I don't even care about destroying the Venom Factory. I just love explosions and pew pews. <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> and then uh, let's see a flashback to where he's thinking of his mom again, because that's always been a thing. It's not. Yeah, and like when we get to the end here, it was he damaged like is this healing from the fire or is this like close to like the end of his life or something? Good this question. is him in the hospital because he's an old man who had his back broken. Yeah, that oh. makes sense. And then um yeah. then we act like nothing happened with Batman and we act like when Batman shows up it's the exact same Batman, but it's not because we we don't know when it's the future. So it's it's clearly like Damien or something or someone else, you know. Yeah, I I mean when he's in the shadows, they make it look like he's in in the bat suit. Like even even there, it looks like he's in a back bat suit. But when you yeah. get to this frame here, he's he's in a business suit. Yeah, and that's supposed to be like Bruce Wayne or Damien or something in the future. Yeah, he's like, are you still upset about are you still upset about Alfred? It's <laughs> because he killed Alfred, you know. Yeah. Spoiler. Oh. No, not the old British guy, anything but that. Yeah, man. I, I don't know what's going on with this. This is like this is like uh like you, you gave I, I don't know, you gave Picasso like uh free reign to do something and he drew a bunch of cool shit that doesn't make sense in order, and you have to like piece out the order yourself to make the story work. You're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me so, introduce so you to some of the works of David Lynch at some other point, sir. I will I will let you let you bring that analogy to any number of things he's done. <laughs> yeah, I, I will, I will stand by Twin Peaks, and I will, I will tell you, I do not like Mulholland Drive. So I, I mean, I, I fucking love Twin Peaks. I love Twin Peaks, and Mulholland Drive is different. Blue Velvet is is really good too. Yeah, no, it. Blue Velvet's good. Absolutely, it's his version of the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, Twin Peaks. Oh, I, my God, I could talk about Twin Peaks for hours, but um. Yeah, I'm just saying, disjointed, fragmented, dreamlike storytelling. Hmm. There's a way yeah. to do it and a way to not. And ladies and gentlemen, the way to not. <laughs> I I feel like like um we're we're just about the end of this one, right? We're just about yeah. Oh, yeah. Last yep. Do you, do you guys feel this was better than Two Face or worse than Two Face? I I liked it more than Two Face. Yeah, I like the characters more than Two Face. I liked it more than yeah. Two Face, but I didn't like see once again how this was a one bad day 
scenario. Like, I just, I still feel like the only one we've seen hit the mark on what the, the conceit and the premise is, is the Riddler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. The whole, the whole idea even, even is based. This was decent, but not, not at it, all the premise. It wasn't the one bad day. It's like, no, like with, with Edward Nigma, we saw that one day that absolutely changed and altered his life for the worse towards him becoming the Riddler. That is not what we saw with Two-Face. That is not what we saw with the Penguin. That is not what we saw with Mr. Freeze. Exactly. So so with this here and what they've done in the others is like Bane, he says it right here, uh, you know, but has become the worst day of my life. It was uh, it was I who who broke that day talking about the day he broke Batman's back. Uh, so they're just referencing the worst day. They, they are lives, they are you know? penciling no. in they are penciling in that being his bad day yep. at the very end of this story. Yeah, it's being forced. That is that is a long fucking journey to get to the connective thread, and like it's not. It'd be one thing if it was twisty and turny. That's not it at all. It's 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 it feels like an afterthought. Um, and aside from that, if if this was if this wasn't one bad day, if this was like, if you looked at it like um the way Marvel did the end, if this was like Bane the end, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm for it. Like I I dig it. Um, but the one bad day uh premise, no. So far, the only one that I I really really liked and felt nailed exactly what it was they they wanted people to buy into was the riddler and that was an interesting like i was intrigued at first and i made it just a couple of pages in and then they had my attention and it's been like hope against hope with every issue since that one it's like the high note was that first issue. And I'm just like, I don't know where we're going from this point. I mean, how many we're what five in now? So we got three more or something we like got that. Catwoman, Rachel Ghoul, and Clayface. And and I have high expectations for Clayface because I heard Me too. That would be pretty good. But, I haven't uh, heard anything about any of them. I'm just Clayface, I'm interested in Catwoman. Uh, not really. I'm, I'm I that's just the don't next one, I think is Catwoman. Yeah, I just don't yeah. see that going anywhere. Honestly, I could be wrong, and I'm glad to be well, proven wrong. Jones is doing the uh, the art for it, so I'm I'm there for the art. Like that's that's gonna be good. But and then um, the uh, Rachel Ghoul one, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Because you know, yeah. I don't know. It it could be good, but I mean, hey, we're on we're on a journey. We in and we learned some stuff today. We learned that uh, you know Bane uh, doesn't like to keep to conventional storytelling conventions. You know, he's just kind of like. You know, uh, I'm a little over here. I'm a little over here. You know, I am the bane of every editor's existence. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they had an editor. <laughs> I will break this story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we, had, like, we know, man. Yeah, <laughs> we got it, pal. I, I would love to see Lois Lane as a character read this story and and just like with a red marker going through it and be like, I'd rather see Perry White do it. Lois Lane can't spell to save her life. Oh, well, I mean, look, there's not much spelling in the book either. <laughs> there's only one P in Rapist, Lois. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's in Superman yeah. the movie. Yeah. 
Uh, well, you know, we, we still urge, you know, everybody to check out the book themselves. You know, oh, you definitely. may enjoy it, it may not. You know, it's, uh, um, but it seems like a consensus that. Yeah, this feel free is, to agree with us or disagree with us. Yeah. It, it still doesn't live up to Riddler, which I, I totally agree. Go buy um, the six variant covers for this book, all at $7.99 a pop, and you won't feel guilty. Yes, you will. Don't Jeez. don't don't you dare justify DC Comics putting this fucking piece of shit out. I mean, it's a pretty decent <laughs> comic. You should check it out yourself. Cha-ching. This one's for everyone who watches the eventual video. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like hacksaw hack Jim Duggan there. <laughs> uh variants that's another rant uh but that will happen tomorrow on splash pages but we'll wrap things up unless you guys have anything else no i'm just on the other side of the variant argument <laughs> 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 I'm a turtles fan man that's all we got <laughs> good <laughs> uh, once again okay. look at epic, and uh that is not this book this book is not epic uh yeah but it is a tale hmm <laughs> Bane has a tail. Yeah, yeah, it comes out of the back of his head. Remember? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was surgically implanted for the venom, from what I've been told. <laughs> yeah, yet, yet he doesn't have it when we see him as an old wrestler. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh uh, yeah, I'll stop. <laughs> I had it surgically unimplanted. Yeah, that's that's how you do it. <laughs> I had the pasta maker do it. <laughs> <laughs> the old woman. She has many talents. <laughs> <laughs> the proof is in the pasta. <laughs> uh, okay. On that note, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, but thanks for watching. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. And uh, this has been The Dork Night. Uh, I do a bunch of other stuff throughout the week. Uh, splash pages on Tuesday. Uh, Midweek Geeks on Wednesday. Also still token with on Wednesdays as well. And uh, I think uh, Brandon may tell you about something else. Yeah. Hey, uh, powerful Brandon here. Uh, every uh, other week in juxtaposition with this show, uh, we do Comics Paradox, which talks about alternate reality tales and takes of comics and characters that you may already know and love. Uh, we cover all kinds of different DC Elseworlds or Marvel what ifs, um, as well as story arcs and uh, other other sort of takes from other companies as well. Like we'll get into sort of things like star Wars infinities at different points or age of apocalypse from Marvel. Uh, and uh, you know, you can, you can check those out, check that out rather wherever fine podcasts are broadcast or over at comicsparadox.com. Uh, you can also follow me on social media on Instagram at this Brandon has powers. Uh, you can follow comics paradox podcast on Instagram as well at, at, comics paradox podcast uh and i'm also on twitter at brandon's powers and uh you know be there or be somewhere else awesome mr justin cooper i kind of thought he was gonna draw a square and then say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i know <laughs> be, be there or be a Despite everything that we've said, I'm a big Bane fan. I really am. You can't even see behind me up here, but I've got like two Bane statues and all that. I'm a big fan of the character. So it's like, go out, buy something good and worthy of this character, whether it's, you know, Night's End, Night's Quest, uh, you know, any of that stuff. Um, 
you know. But otherwise, you can check me out on the Epic Tales from the Sewers Ninja Turtles podcast, or you can find me Generation Playlist, which is a music podcast that I also host. But um, otherwise, read some comics, man. Awesome. Well said. With that, catch you later. Bye. Catch you on the flip-flop. Thank you.